0: Illusions. We are continuing our Big Brother Canada coverage. It's been about a month since we had uh, had Kyle Moore on, and that was great. That was a mid-season episode. It was a lot of fun. It was one of my all-time favorite interviews, and this has frankly been one of my all-time favorite seasons of Big Brother Canada, so I'm hoping we're going to have a couple of the house guests on. We have uh, one of my a very exciting uh house guest whose time in the house was cut a little short very tragically Uh, i was so excited to see them in the house we have uh them we have venperer jay northcott here (laughs) to talk about just the uh this honestly jay this was really i watch a lot of big brother this this was really this is a probably if you count big brother i I think of it as big brother north america just like kind of linking the two because they're the only two that play by those rules this is really it's probably a top five season of them all so i mean just congratulations as a you know that you got to be a part of that do you want to tell us a little about yourself jay
1: yeah hi friends my name is jay northcott i use they them pronouns i live in toronto right now i'm actually coming to you from vancouver um, and i was born and raised in small town alberta uh, yeah i'm really excited to dig into the show with you it's uh it was, <laughs> it was a little bit of a mess i also would love to talk about kyle's kyle's uh uh hoh as well because i think i had a little bit of hands in that as well
0: okay that that honestly that was <laughs> that's literally the point so fans of this show know that i i, I have called the episode eight of your season that way that would have been the, the 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 vote that Steph got evicted that that's probably one of the top produced episodes of reality television i've ever watched like the suspense just the way it played out Uh, i know you were hosting the live live viewings in toronto i bet that was absolutely crazy. it it honestly i was jumping up and i knew i'd seen the spoiler i was watching it the next day i knew what happened it was that good and i do think i think it was in a lot of ways it was retribution for your uh, early exit which it left you you never wanna to get too attached to house guests early on because things happen. It's the game is the game. Expect the unexpected. I was very sad to see you go. It it did not Basically. feel like it was your time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely didn't feel like it was my time either, and I and I think there's there's a difference for a lot of people of like what what is does playing hardball mean. I I don't know. I think I always use a lot of sports terms when I talk about Big Brother, and I don't know why. So you're just gonna hear a lot of sports oh, terms. That's, right? Yeah, I just, <laughs> but uh, the thing is, like, you have to play hard, and I and I knew I knew from week one when I I like I've loved the game for a really long time and i knew first day when that phone rang i was like this is season 10 it's gonna be all these like callbacks to old seasons i thought for sure it was gonna be hoh and like i needed to have that power in the house to be able to like make the connections that i needed to uh, being somebody that's just so far on the margins of like of like different like i'm very much different than these other humans that are in the house and so i knew that there had to be some sort of like power shift for me to be able to gain their trust um, and instead it was freaking safety which is annoying but uh honestly i had so much fun in a lot of parts of it it's it's it is bright jail i like to call it bright jail but uh <laughs> but it was there is a lot of parts that were really really fun so i'm happy that i got to do it
0: it is honestly like just the the big brother canada house is so absolutely be- i mean i I'll, I'll i always have a soft spot i live about 40 minutes from the american big brother house in oh, cool. Burbank, so i mean it's it's closer to me but the big brother canada I, the way that they did that looking like a casino, I mean, it was beautiful. Of course, like your perspective being stuck in there for, uh, you know, it, it's, it is Bright Jail and the cameras are all around you. It's it's weird. I mean, from a viewer standpoint, you kind of like soak in all like when the Expedia room opened up and all of that, like you soak in like who's where on the live feeds and, and all of that. But I mean, from your end, it's probably going to get old pretty fast.
1: Yeah, it's also funny like hearing people when they got into the house and the second part of the Expedia room opened. I wasn't there any- anymore. Yeah, right. But they were like, the most annoying thing was there was freaking sand everywhere in the house after that. <laughs> because people were just tracking sand all over the house. And-, <laughs> and like all you have is a broom. So they were like, it's just annoying now that it's open.
0: <laughs> so I want to talk about one of the things that I, I think that a lot of people entering the big brother house like the idea is like okay when does the game really start and the correct answer is it starts immediately in fact it probably even starts before you've entered the house because yeah some people i mean you had i don't we're bouncing kind of well we have an hour um bouncing all over the place but you had a really good conversation with kyle in the hoh room where you're kind of like telling him like okay just because you went in with the guy that's not really the best i'm paraphrasing here, like that's not really like the best reason to form an alliance with somebody
1: yeah, yeah. I, I had a, like, you know, me and Kyle had the very similar ways of playing this game in, in in certain ways. Like, my first, I but while I was putting songs on my iPod that I would be able to listen to well on HOH, I was thinking of, like, what songs can be on here that maybe any, any house guest that would come into this house from Canada would at least have, like, one song that they can listen to and remind them of home. It's so like, I mean, I was playing the game before I even went in. Um, wow. like those, those are the things you're thinking about, right? Or, like, how do I bring enough clothes that are, like, fun enough. And then also, and also like my style and who I am that like give people wanting to get to know me more, me being able to talk about like my queerness or gender with them. And it feels, feels like it's their idea. Uh, Like those are the things you think about, right? Uh, With uh, with that conversation with Kyle is that At that point, at that point, you just have to, like, I was balls to the wall. Like, Marty, Marty just, there's nothing that I could have done ever in the history of the world that would have made Marty think that I could be his ally. And that just is because we come from such different places. He's from a little small French town in New Brunswick. And, like, I grew up in Alberta, like, surrounded by, like, a very different amount of people and backgrounds and these kind of things. Like, there's one moment where he asked, where he asked um, Helena, um, what Punjabi was like, he's never even heard that word before. Um, And like, to me, that's, that's so surprising. So like for just for having me and him in the house, there's almost like that foil idea. So I think going up to Kyle, I knew that Kyle, like it's the first couple of weeks and you don't want to, you don't want to rock the boat too much. You don't want to do any of that kind of stuff. But when you're the person on the block and you know that, that like, you're the person that wouldn't be rocking the boat you're like how, how how do i rock this boat just as much as i can as much as i possibly can because you have to take those risks right because once you become the target really early on if you can save yourself a lot of the time people want to people that are stronger competitors they want to keep you in the house because then there's you are always their shield right so that was kind of my that was kind of my feeling there i right. was like well i have to make a little bit of an enemy out of kyle um at the beginning of our conversation later on in that conversation maybe that um some of the stuff that people saw on 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 live and stuff like that which is kind of only half the truth but the stuff in that in that room was very much like competition based It's like we had to we had to figure out a way to um we were trying to see where each other's line line was and i just had to make sure i i made it i made a little bit of an impact on him, made him a bit nervous
0: that's interesting because i mean okay when you're, I, I know this from uh, as, a, as a trans person, LGBTQ person. Like a lot of times when you're entering a new space, one of the first things you have to do is basically make sure that everybody around you is comfortable with, with who you are. And that when you're going into a, a, a game like Big Brother, where especially early on, one of the big things you want to do is not stand out and not draw too much <laughs> attention to yourself it's this it's just inherent contradiction like you you you, you're kind of damned if you do damned if you didn't and i've been running the scenarios constant like all the time of i did it before kyle came on i did a little bit last week uh uh, with kyle just just chatting um like you really had an up you had a major uphill battle and it just doesn't seem
1: yeah like and it is right it is it's one of those things that's really tough to even like sometimes for me to even like process because it brings you back to like what real life is is about right it's like with people that are part of that are part of like racialized and marginalized communities like there's always going to be a little bit of a more of a battle there and i don't i and there is some things about that that are positive you know like the cook house was able to create like such an amazing alliance through like them having like their community and in this house it's like like when you are when you're i'm black indigenous and queer and i've always really felt like Kind of, I, and I also forgot like what it was like to be around 15 straight people. Like I just didn't, or I mean, I guess it wasn't 15 of them. There's only 13, but like, uh, it's like, just, I also wasn't used to that. I was so used to being in my environment where I like had, had a bit of a control in it. And then you go into this environment where everything is like so different. I forgot that I had to like bro out with dudes, you know, and be like, yeah, dude, bro. Ugh. And i like, i was just like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that kind of girl. So I, I, it's it was really interesting to be like oh I have to there's this there's this added layer that a lot of people that in that house don't have to go through and there's also that financial barrier too right like I grew up in a small town single mom like I don't like a hundred thousand dollars could really actually change a lot of the things in my family's life and that makes it a higher risk competition for me than it is for other people so that also is something that like me and Tanisha. And like Molina and all of these people kind of and like a couple of us like faced just being people that actually like need the money. And it's not just a game. Um, and what that, what that kind of adds to it as well.
0: And you were, I think you and probably Herman were the two earliest to really catch on to Kevin's act, which, the yeah. show, which the show, I mean, the show played him up as a villain right from the start. And like, it's kind of, cl- there have been countless people who have based it, and it's not like Kevin completely played the Doctor Will strategy, but it's like kind of the it, it's a hard route in the modern game to play. And you guys ca- saw right through it. And yet, at this, like, in a lot of ways, it seemed like it didn't matter to a lot of people. Like, you could point Boy, out the it. obvious. You could like pull the fire alarm, be like, "Hey, I mean, he's taught he Kevin has done a lot of interview. He is a true. He's one of the great strategists in the game. But I mean, part of the beauty of Big Brother too is you can't really you You can't beast your way through it, people catch on and they get you out and yet, for somebody like him right from the start, he had all these very obvious things to like a super fan and supposed to be a lot yeah. of fans in the house and he's i I was
1: shocked by. I was shocked I was shocked that like the first week that people saw Melina as a bigger threat like game wise long like long game wise than than kevin i there's like you go through so many like the interview process and everything to get on the show is quite intense and quite long and all this other kind of stuff. But they have to make sure you have some sort of like social like uh, like sub. You have to be able to be able to socialize a bit. You know you should be able to like have a little bit of a uh, an ability to interact with people. And from the first day, I like saw the way he was interacting. and I was like, there's no way this is real. I was like, he can't be this like this like guy that that has no social skills at all and that they would allow they would like bring him on the show that makes no sense so right from the jump i was like we have to get this guy out he is for sure playing a game he's for sure trying to play dumb but then there's also moments that i don't know if they were ever seen but like that i like do go up to kevin and i like ask him if he's okay and like i and you do get fooled once in a while because he is actually in real life like a sweet sweet guy Mm -hmm. right so even with his like with his like him acting so daft in the in the in the in the house he's he was so he was so sweet and genuine because he is a sweet and genuine person, but he's also a master manipulator he's so good at the game
0: yeah that it's an interesting dynamic because I, I, there's just so many different points where it it would have made sense i mean he did frankly get kind- well not him specifically but um I think probably in your season, the person who had the easy, had as many passes he did was Gino, just the way he was uh, dug in. And nobody went for the showman's. And when Kyle was on, it was after the double eviction. So Gino was currently HOH. The gummy bear hadn't happened. <laughs> and I said to Kyle, like, I think this is going to be his downfall was getting rid of you because you're his strongest ally. And what you were just talking about with shield, that was a perfect shield and summer, Rather wisely, I mean, smartly, convinced him to put up Kyle.
1: Yeah, her only good game move of the entire season.
0: Yeah, and not only that, like I was explaining to Kyle, like that getting rid of a bankable ally is the dumbest move you can make in Big Brother, and that's exactly what he did. I think about there was the point when it last in Big Brother Nine and Big Brother Canada Nine when Spicy V got Latoya out, that required her to basically say to Jensen. If you use the veto, I'm putting Tashawn up, and like the whole house knew. If Tashawn ever goes on the block, he's going home. He won. The whole house knew that. And your season, like you, I think basically two of the biggest threats of the whole game were basically Gino and Kevin, and the two of them just like nobody. It took a gummy bear to get Gino out.
1: I know, I know. And that and that was the thing. And, and it was interesting to see that people were really like... The thing that Kevin did really well with this group of people that, w- that was in the house is I think he read the egos. I think there's like a fair bit of egos in that house that he was able to kind of like sit in the back burner and just like make everybody feel like it was their idea and all this other kind of stuff that really, really helped him move forward. Kind of like if you didn't know his game, you just thought he was a floater. You just thought he was like this guy floating through the house, right? right? And, and I think with everybody, it was like... I feel like it was like me... Kyle, like we were playing big games and Jess was playing like big games. Like we came in to play like a big game and make sure that like, that, that there's something that I can show the jury that I've been doing for this entire time, because some people are like, I have to make it shown or else somebody else, like some, some person's going to take, take my, uh, say that it was their idea to do something first. Right. So I have to do it and like show people like paint, paint it red. Like, ah, here it is. And that's what I tried to do. Um, uh, and it was interesting how quickly they got out those game players. But like anybody like Herman, like Herman loved love the guy, loved the guy to death, but played a very boring generic game, right? Like, didn't really, there was, there was not really a lot there that like he's like won the competition, but never really took a risk, you know? Um, and, and I think that I think there could have been some really big risks in this house that people didn't take. But then instead, it just became like a house of backstabbing and conniving.
0: Well, yeah, so prior, look, about an hour ago, I was uh, watching one of the old uh, clips of of you talking to Marty, and Marty constantly kept talking about what a truthful player he'd been, and it's like, dude, you betrayed a lot of people. He probably, he betrayed Gino twice.
1: Yeah, I know, and then then that's the thing, I think these are the things that I was trying to call up in the house, right, it's like, I'm not calling Marty, I would never call Marty or anybody in the house a racist, I just think that we all have our bias, I have extreme bias, I like... I love queer people. I like, would, I for sure would believe a queer person over over a straight person any day. But uh, I think that like, if you see the way Marty spoke to me in that room, that I could, there was nothing I could do to change his mind after only knowing me for eight days. And then, uh, and then after that, Gino portraying him twice. And then the way he talked to Summer after that, and saying that like when it was after Jess's eviction yeah. and the when he talked to summer, it's just like you like right there you can see the bias him and Summer have been working together since day one. like summer has been talking about how she like did like she wanted to make sure she hung out with the old white guy because she knew that that's like the furthest away from her from who she is right And so she always really had his back and maybe she might have said like eventually she might want to get him out but she didn't really say like let's target Marty right now. Um, but he wouldn't even believe her for two seconds, and that's where i that's where I like knew that it was like such an uphill climb with him that like how do you how do you forgive Gino for all this shit like he would have went home that week if you didn't get see if you didn't win the veto right so right
0: when when Kyle was on i i I pointed out that i really i never saw Marty's logic in putting you up and or seeing you as a threat really because I mean it is kind of a chicken shit move to go after a social threat in week 2. I mean that's ridiculous. The, if if you're going after a threat, it's got to be a comp threat cuz a comp, comp people who win comps comps are the the commodity of the game. They dictate basically everything like you want to be able to have allies who can keep you if you do get on the block. But like I I don't i never understood it and kyle like kind of defend i didn't want to put kyle in a position where it's like here defend marty's stupidity on this one but i just i didn't
1: yeah it's it's the, the biggest thing about it is that like i i don't think i was a huge social threat at the beginning like i didn't have yeah. I didn't have i was just i like was just i was on purpose like not trying to get into big alliances not doing this kind of stuff because i know i have a big personality i know i have all this kind of stuff and like as we saw with the savage seven Horrible name I and mean, horrible. This thing is so stupid. I don't think they do trademarks. So dumb. Um, they they uh, like you saw, it blew up so quickly because there's so there were so many big egos in the house. So I was like, let's just wait for every all the bombs to go off everywhere else around me instead of instead of me being the the center of that attention. But uh, social threat. The only reason I was seen as social threat is because I just interact socially different than Marty does. Like the way that Herman and Moose. They were bigger. They're way bigger personalities than I am. they are a lot like I've never met anybody like Herman. He is on twenty four seven. It is uh, no wonder he's good at selling cars. It yeah. is like it is always on. Like he's like woo woo woo, and like I love that for him. Makes him a great guy, fun guy to hang out with. But I was like, how are how is nobody calling him a social threat? Like why? No, and okay like
0: he was also working the feeds better than I, probably i mean i i can't really think of another another one in in recent memory who i mean when you're talking about the ipod he was constantly dancing for the feeds it and i mean sometimes you turn on the feed and there's just really it's like there's I mean, you can't be, everybody be on all the time if herman was on one of the cameras i mean you pretty much knew some, it was worth watching um he yeah. was very exciting on that for, and yet marty kept winning the canada's favorite awards
1: uh I like, honestly, and there's some, there's some of the East coast. I don't know what kind of trickery or who has a super like computer or something there. That's getting that man to win. But I guess they just don't have anything to do with the East coast, except watch Big brother. So they just vote. They just vote the house down boots for him. I don't get it. I still can't believe he was Canada's favorite player. I was like, I think he's like, I think he's one of the most chaotic, like poor, like poor, no, no plan, no plan. Just like want to be the fun guy. And like, uh, I think he's a great person, but I was like, I have no idea how you were, Can- you were, you were like maybe Canada's most delusional player. Like, I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I would, so to Marty's, to one one good thing about Marty's, he did get betrayed and he took it pretty well. Um, you know, like Summer was very salty at, at Josh afterward for good reason. But like Marty, I Marty gets- a good reason
1: I like and that, and, I, and like, although, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but like I don't think I don't think Summer had a good reason to be salty. Summer did zero things in the house and was like so entitled to thinking That's- that she deserved like uh, like a horse and carriage. And I'm not saying she's not a lovely, amazing human, but mm-hmm. I'm like. Dude, you have to like. If you didn't show up for you, you never were able to show up for Josh. You were never able to show up for anybody. So at one point or another, when are you just a liability to them because you're just because you're a big mouth, right? Like that, like that's the biggest thing. Like when you be, like, we saw how you did things to get uh, to get uh, uh, Kevin, like to whatever she when she was talking to Mar- Marty to put Gino up on the block and this kind of stuff. Right. We we know that, that was your move. So why would we keep you around in the house if we know that you are you are socially pretty good at like doing those little small form manipulations Well,
0: yeah i mean that's the danger of allying with somebody who doesn't win comps like (laughs) the strategy of throwing the strategy of throwing comps literally only works for you because it it can keep you from drawing fire as in you know having to you know the blood of uh, of of an hoa train to like that you that that's off your back if you're throwing comps but then you're also not keeping your allies safe because, you know, you're not you're not really bringing much to... The, yeah, I mean, floaters... Social threats and floaters are key, like, double, tri- triple eviction things because they don't have time to, like, reverse the campaigning, which, yeah. although, I mean, later on when Summer was on the block, she I mean, she had some very interesting uh, campaigning for, you know, I'm not going to do this for you, I'm not going to do that for you, very, uh, <laughs> the, the talk with Betty... Yeah, that was that was interesting. I wanted, it, <laughs> I wanted to. Okay, I wanna I wanna talk about two two things that can be true at the same time. You know, I, I, I'm certainly not in a position to level like transphobia or homophobia against anybody in the house. And what is also true is of the three trans and non-binary contestants we've had uh, on Big Brother Canada, uh, Julie evicted week one. For your season uh just on the block week one wins the veto and you're on the block week two. like yeah
1: and then we you also have you also have kai Kai in season seven uh right. yeah but yes yeah the three it is and it's it's not it's not it's not transphobia. like it's just it's something that we seriously need to look at in in like the way big brother works the way that our systems work in 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 canada and the us that there is an inherent bias of like you know out of the six out of the six six asian people that have been on the show uh, in Canada, f- three of them went home first, you know, like that's the thing that like, why are we not looking at those statistics to be like, oh, something's wrong. Like so we need to be maybe, maybe making these like more teachable moments because Julie, like the way they're talking about Julie as if, as if she was just like the most like talking it, like, like always talking shit, always this kind of stuff, blah, 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 blah. She wasn't, it's just like, it's her vernacular, right? It's the mm-hmm. way that she speaks that like makes people always maybe think that she's, that she's talking shit, but she's just, she's just like loves she just loves to talk. She loves to communicate, right? And just because it comes off like in in some people's head is like uh, uh, bitchy or like playing too much of a social game or this kind of stuff. it's not. It's just like queer vernacular is different. like the way the way some people speak is different. and uh, and you know, I feel bad for Jess too like Jess had a really hard time in the house and like being being queer and then and then having being targeted week one and then staying you're always still this target and you're still ostracized and you already maybe felt that for a lot part of a lot part of your life so like now you're in a house where these same kind of people that were maybe bullying you in high school are now not talking to you because you have like some days when you're on the block like when i was on the block for like you it had like you go on the block and then you're in the house for like four days campaigning right so or three days or four days campaigning before before the uh, hoh or before the eviction and that kind of stuff you like I remember one morning I made pancakes for everybody and I was like, this is my way, like just like having a good time with the house. And then they all sat at the table. And then when I went to go get my own plate, there was nowhere for me to sit at the table and nobody moved or like, even like recognized, like acknowledged me. And then I sat by myself on the couch and ate pancakes, you know? So it's like, those things are so triggering for like queer and trans and POCs, uh, to feel that ostracizedness. And I think that's maybe what fucked up justice game a lot. It's just like feeling really anxious around people. Uh, but I I think that to go way back to your question, I went through so much there, but like, no, um, no
0: it's a podcast. That's what it's yeah, about.
1: Yeah, <laughs> is like I I really hope that they're like that we can learn a level of care for for queer like for queer people that do make it on this journey and do this show because you can see that Josh like Josh is amazing, but Josh is like a like a soccer player is like a doctor is like has like a lot of masculinity about him. Like uh-huh. there like there's something there's but like how is how am I a bigger threat than Josh? Just, like, if you look at us, right? And the only reason is because is you get to know me for 24 hours and I sound different than Josh does. And, like, I act a little bit more queer than Josh does. And, like, there, there's that separation of being, like, oh, I can connect to Josh, but I can't connect to Jay. And like, what if Jay is a is a cop beast, you know? Um, yeah. So that was it's, – it's, it's just a very – it's, like, one of these things that I hope that there's more training in, like, bias and this kind of stuff before we go in the house. Like, when we're in sequester or that kind of stuff that can acknowledge that we do have biases and that we, we will have to face them in the house. And how do you, how do you actually give an opportunity to somebody at the beginning on the first day, give a person an opportunity, uh, instead of just automatically going to what we're comfortable with. Cause what makes a season fun and, and surprising is stuff like, Hale- like Helena and Kevin coming together right. and freaking just being able to like work together, being two very different people and, and just really controlling the house, you know, that kind of stuff is awesome. It's like, imagine if that whole, if the whole season did that, like if, if I, if me, if me and Kevin or me and Marty were like best, we're like, or me, and, uh, me and Kyle or me and Kevin or me and Marty, or even me and Herman became like really good friends because they actually gave me the opportunity to talk to them the first day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, I had rewatched uh, the third season of the U S big brother. And there's a contestant on it, Marsalis, who's probably one of the most well-known LGBTQ Contestants. He came on. He was on for Big Brother Seven. Also, uh he got targeted in the first week and got saved. And I like. I think back. Like, okay, he's 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 in the Bush era. Like, t- we're talking about like 2002. Like, really, not a fun time to be an out gay person. No. And he has to go in this house full of straight people. He's the only gay guy, and he gets targeted immediately because he's like a little crabby. Uh, 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 right off the right off the bat. And I mean, he really was like one of the best contestants. He was really funny. He was a savage in the diary room. Just like really fun guy to be around. And yeah, I mean, like if you're going into a show where people will make alliances for the dumbest reasons, like we walk through these doors together. We're both from the same. I mean, there's 10 Canadian provinces. You're from, you're both from the same one. Like, all right, that's, that's an alliance now. Like Yeah, so I don't like,
1: really? I always, I always, and like, it's interesting too. Like, even like talking to Kyle about this and talking to Marty about it, like both of them it's like, there is this like inherent bias sometimes about like I was just trying to, and even like when I was talking to Kyle about like his alliances with Marty and know, and he's like, it's not an alliance. I was like, just cause you don't have a fucking name for it, it's still a freaking alliance, you derp. I was like, it is, it's an alliance. Just like freaking Betty and Betty and Josh didn't have an alliance name, but I guess maybe that, that we know why now. But uh, but like I but they worked together the whole time. Like these three guys were working together all the freaking time. And uh, where was I going with this? Um, and oh, and like the the biggest the biggest bias he said, I was like, you have a bias, like you're hanging out with these guys that like remind you of like your friends and family back home. And he's like, yeah, I do, but I don't have bias. And I was like, no, but that's what bias is. Like I have bias. Like I want to hang out with Betty because she's from like she's from Edmonton. I'm from Edmonton, and like and we're both like black, and I think that we would have a lot to talk about. And it would be really cool. Like it's a cool connection. Uh, I was like, there's nothing wrong with biases, but like if I call it out, it's it's something that you have to like you have to know that you have to be accountable for that like. Just because you, just because he reminds you of your dad, doesn't mean that like that I couldn't be good for your game too. Like I'm right. not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna remind anybody of their dad. You know, I really hope I don't. I really hope I don't remind anybody of their dad. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's uh. Well, it was kind of a on on uh, Twitter like the uh, Twitter would talk about sometimes like what does Marty have against Betty? Like he's always going biddy. Uh, I think. <laughs> Yeah, um, betty, yeah he always, he's always trying to put her on the block and it's like why is betty why are you threatened by i mean betty did get an hoh eventually but i mean that was really of of like of the first eight hohs marty and gino have five of the eight and kyle has one and then you've got jess and hermana week one like yeah this house <laughs> this house was on lot. This house was on basically lockdown for most yeah. of the game. And the only reason it didn't happen exactly the way that basically Gino, Kyle and Marty did was because they were really bad at nominating people. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason they didn't control that. That is the only reason this wasn't like a very conventional season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, and like, also like people this season are like all these people in that house are all so freaking emotional. We were like such an emotional little whiny season. Like, they, everybody couldn't, like, nobody could trust anybody, everybody's heart was broken about something, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah, like, it was just, it was so cute, it's like, it, I haven't watched my episodes, but it's just, like, so adorable to watch them, like, betray each other, and then, like, just try to hug it out, but, like, Betty, like, Betty, is like, will not forgive anybody anytime soon right now, and I kind like, of like that about her, I like that when she yes. came out, came out in finale, and, well, like, she's, like, yelling at Moose, like, <laughs> yelling at Moose Normand, like, don't be happy that I'm coming here, and she's, like, she has nothing to lose, right?
0: Summer, Summer's departure speech of, like, do what you will, I don't give a damn, I have nothing to say to, like... I I must have watched that, like, a hundred times. Um, <laughs> I thought it was just, like, the fun... I, you could just tell, like, there was just all this just this built-up uh, rage. And what's funny, I mean, for somebody like Kevin, with all of these people who are... You're, you're talking about how the house is so emotional. Like, somebody like Kevin's able to really capitalize on that.
1: Yeah. And,
0: like... You have this conversation with Marty in the HOH room where he's like, you know, I don't want to do the thing that happens every season. I don't want to put up, you know, Kevin and Jess, you know, yeah. like the people who had, I, I guess, were were probably the most ostracized of, of of everybody early on. And it's like, well, you're putting up the queer person. Like, what's that? Is that is that? <laughs> yeah. I I I see it a lot in film criticism, uh, where people will say, like, oh, LGBTQ people have all the power. And, like, that's, like, a tool to, like, kind of keep you back because it's so ridiculous that, that you have to then defend the idea that you're not actually the one with all the power. And th- that's yeah. what you have to spend your energy doing. And it's, it's really it's, – it's, it's such it's such a detriment because – it, and it's also just so detached from reality. And when you point that out, they just get angry at you.
1: Because I agree with you. I agree with you. Like I don't like I I like the thing that the thing that will still to this day like drive me up the freaking wall is how like there was no way me to show Marty that I was good for his game. Like there was nothing I could do. The second because Marty kind of has this funny funny face. He has a, him and his wife both have the same tell uh, that uh, whenever they're uh, they're upset or like they they're not ready to like have confrontation or a conversation, they just look down at the ground. Uh, like Marty just like looked down at the ground. So the second I even was walking towards the hoh room. I could just see him looking down on the ground and he was like, I try, I reached out an olive branch blue. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was like, where the fuck's is this? Like, I was like, apparently I've never seen an olive branch ever in my life, or I've like never seen a, an olive tree because I for sure as fuck did not see it anywhere. Uh, but he, he like said that he reached out to me and Badi and we, we did it like he did it. Right. And, and it was, and it's really interesting to say that he wanted to make a big move in, day eight I think that's one of the biggest things that fucked up his game at the end of the day because people saw that it wasn't what the house wanted but that he could even like and not saying like Jess he saw Jess as an easier like as a as somebody who has had nobody in the house to work with I at least had people on my side Jess had nobody really on on their side and he said that like they were better for his game than I was and like that to me I'm just like I don't understand how that how that could work um and maybe like maybe that they would be a bigger target or this kind of stuff. But um, I just think like I I never will and never will know. I could not change that man's mind. I used every freaking analogy I have in my book. I was like, here's another metaphor. Here's another metaphor. Like I was like, here's facts. Here's facts on facts on facts. And he just like he didn't care at the end of the day. Like he, he has his mind. He has his mind made up. And I think that's where my where my frustration started coming out in the, in the game, especially that it wasn't I wasn't even given an opportunity to plead my case of why it would be good. To work with him after eight days, he just made the decision without even having a conversation with me. But felt okay having a conversation with everybody else in the house um, and asked them like where their heads at. But I would never asked me. But then wanted to try on my clothes and say because he wanted to look funny for his wife. So um, you tell me why it's hard for me to like come and talk to you and be nice after you say you want to wear my clothes because you think it would be funny. Uh, just <laughs> people know my clothes are not funny. They are who I am. Um, Queerness is like, you know, you, you express yourself in so many different ways. And like, even like in those teaching moments, it's like, all he really wanted was airtime and to make his, and like make his wife smile. But like, I was not, I'm not a big, I was not a big move week two. I'd be a big move for somebody that could put on a resume, like maybe week five, week six, like right before jury, or even like get me in for the first, the first person of the jury. Cause everybody knows I love to talk. I'd be the perfect person for somebody to, to take out. And like, I can see that it's a good move for them and then be able to manipulate the jury. But like getting me out week two is not a is not a good move for you at all.
0: Yeah, I mean it it and it's like there's some it's almost a case like, you can always say hindsight is 2020. During the season, like it was very clear there weren't a ton of really true comp threats. Like the veto did pass around, it 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 took a very long time for it to not be won by one of the nominees. Yeah. So, but like I mean, when you factor in, like, the people like Summer who are throwing comps, like, the people who are truly, truly going for them... Was Summer wasn't... actually
1: throwing comps? Like, was she actually throwing any comps?
0: That that she had said it in the house, that...
1: Yeah, I just think I... that she sucks at them. I think a lot of people say they threw... Well,
0: throw that, that, that that can also be true. Um, <laughs> but, like, if you're talking about making alliances, too, like, it, it, it was. It was kind of, like... It, she, there was a no-brainer for Josh to get rid of her. She was not—she didn't want to, like, anything. You're talking about, like, a double eviction. Obviously, he's going to keep Betty. I mean, how the ghosts—how uh, how, Josh—I mean, uh, Kevin and Helena were able to kind of not— They should have—I don't know. I don't know how apparent— like, Yeah. They were no, like- and
1: that's the thing, right? Is like you see in the house how apparent things are, and then how like I still I still this day I see this video of like the seven of them in the phone room and then like talking and like like about me and like sending me home. And I was like, How the fuck did I miss the seven people go into the phone room? Like, you know, it's like right. so like so like that's what think like, that's kind of the hindsight. It's like you're like, like how like what was I doing in the house that like some of my friends were not around me and they like all went into the phone room. I was like, Where was I? Um so it's interesting to see how well they like how well Helena and uh and uh Kevin were at really keeping right. this bit under the radar.
0: Well the one X factor on that, that I'm I'm not sure about is you know, there was a point where it the, the Mandems was not where it, it wasn't really the four of them anymore and it was really kind of Tanisha Summer and, and also basically Betty, but but Helena was kind of distant from the rest of them that that had kind of there was kind of a split and i guess the show didn't give it a ton of like time but what's interesting I, I i the one thing i've been like thinking about was they, they did notice that helena wasn't as close with them as she once was the question is how did nobody understand where she was going from there that's kind of the the interesting question
1: yeah i i think that i think because me and Alina, in the first in the first night uh, the first two nights were uh, bed buddies, uh-huh. and then uh, we had to switch around we had we had to switch around the rooms, um, and uh, the thing was is that. She always said, like she was always talking about how frustrating it was that nobody really even gave her the like the the second to even like game with her except Kevin, right? Like everybody else kind of just like saw her as like a floater that was gonna get out easy, just gonna be a a vote. Like the way she just calls out Kevin, or I mean calls out Kyle when he's asking for her vote when he when he goes up, um, is like so good that she's like, no, like you like you just used me as a vote. Now you didn't think I was good at this game. You didn't think anything like this. Now it's like you going home, Uh, Mm um, like it's a, an, that's another thing that happens in the show. It's like, especially like, like, uh, people like, like Helena is the very first, is the very first, uh, uh, Punjabi person to ever make it to, uh, to make it to a past final, final five, you know, like there's all these little things that's like, Oh, like this representation really does matter. But like, how hard is it? How hard is it for the community that they bring into big brother sometimes to connect to people like, like Helena that, that made that, or or like me or like Jess, you know, like, so, so where does that balance go, like when you're when you're casting as well, is always my question.
0: Well, so I mean, in the, very early on, you were kind of lack of a. I say like you were kind of nurturing the rest of the house in this. I mean, you were bringing a lot to the table. You were keeping thing You were keeping people very entertained and uh, engaged, and all of that. And you just, you know, the story that you said with the pancakes. You're you're offering a lot to people. And then you leave in a ten to vote, and I like I, I guess like it was it, from Marty's feelings about Betty aside. Like if you wa- if you were his if you were his target, it, like it probably did make sense to put Betty up because uh you know you get Tanisha Summer.
1: Yeah, and- did you see? Because I, I, I haven't watched my episodes yet, so I don't really know if it's there. But did you see that like that he that he was like going to put Kevin up on the block, and then heard that I was campaigning like because I told Summer that I think my best bet of staying in the house is if Kevin was on the block. And uh, and then she went right to Marty, and Marty freaked out and panicked, and uh, and put Betty up on the block against me, because he knew that I wouldn't have the votes against her.
0: So I mean, I've been thinking about it. When when Kyle came on, I, I had it took me. I, I thought about it for probably like five hours to get uh, to give him a path to get Josh out. And my my logic, he, he would have had to have uh, nominated Tanisha or Summer against. Uh, Moose originally, if 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 that was all going to play out, that, that that was the math that got me. I've been looking at the math for how you stay in the week two. I think you probably could have beaten J.C. Lynn, Helena, Kevin, Gino, or Kyle, or, or probably Moose or Herman.
1: I, yeah, my 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 goal was is I had like I had I had Jess and, like I had I had five votes, so like you probably course, could have
0: beaten Jess too. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 And I had and, and you know what I, it's funny with like the the two throwaway votes, like Kyle's vote and Herman's vote, like I had five votes to stay. And I told everybody maybe like maybe like two hours before nominations to cause Josh kind of was apprehensive about voting for me to stay just because he was nervous that it would like fuck up his game because I was such a big target so early. And I just like wanted to I thought I didn't have the votes and I didn't. I only had five in my head. So I told those five people not to vote for me just to keep their head like keep their uh keep their uh uh, game safe. Wait, so, uh, Stephen, who are your five? That you, uh, that you had? Josh, Jess, J.C. Lin, uh, Steph, and uh, and Tanisha.
0: Huh. Yeah, I mean, from it's. I mean the 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 real interesting thing is like you know all of us on like the live feeds or on Twitter we can war game out all of like this kind of stuff. But, yeah, that's a very different read. That's that's interesting. I mean, you, you know, you're in the house, you. I mean there's things you don't know like people talking of other rooms but i mean you guys are living it so you can like know the like tempo and stuff like as much as i could tell like kyle how dumb it was that like gino sent him home there is the reality that J.C. lynn did not seem to want to work with him in in the absolute slightest so that would like it's hard to say okay you had a great path if the three of you allied well they don't want to so like
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's big brother yeah absolutely
0: you can't play puppet master Uh, kevin kevin didn't play puppet master kevin could have been eliminated at every turn and not every but a lot there were a lot of turns kevin goes on
1: yeah i still i still will to this day i love rubbing it in everyone's face that i was fucking right in the first week and all we had to do was get kevin out and it would have been such a different game um like that man that man is so good at that game and he like but he played like his speech his like space speech whatever that is like or he's like a planet or something like that. I don't know. He's like it's his nomination speech for before uh, before eviction. He uh-huh. talks about being an astronaut or something like that, or being in the space or something. It was so adorable, and it's just like he's so sweet, right? But I was like, I, I was like, no, he's a little conniving little fucker. Like we need to keep Molina. Like Molina, yeah. <laughs> Molina, was not ready to play that game, and it would have been so, and it would have been so good to have somebody like that in the house. She just like like is like a physical, a very like it's probably the most physical girl in the house all this other kind of stuff would have been able to like really help move people forward. But I just having her mom win that first week, like, and that's another thing, right? How luck, how much luck is this freaking this season? Like that there's three doors at the beginning and it's like, you pick which door and you win HOH for safety. Like how different this season would have been if Josh would have won HOH or if Moose would have won HOH. Wowza.
0: Well, yeah, because I mean, in the mist, so you get evicted uh, right at the same time. I mean, not only was there the Savage Seven, but there was the Retreat, which was another seven-person alliance, which had at least four of the same people. It may be five. I, I, yeah, I'm using the same notebook. I had for Kyle. That would take a. It was
1: amazing. like J, it, like it was just like J.C. Lynn and Steph were added to it, and then it was, then yeah. was five people, and it was it was uh, Moose or not Moose, uh, Herman, Herman Moose, uh, Kyle. Gino, and then the two girls.
0: Well, like when it comes to those kind of you know behemoth alliances that are always they're frequently made very early on, and they're all destined to blow up. There's never I can't think of a history of the show where it's like, boy, that's that that final six alliance that was really flawless. They really just all six of them really. I mean, (laughs) no these these. Some of the really great massive alliances we have—I mean, they were decimated. They were absolute terrible. Uh, BB Six, the so- the Sovereign Six, is is probably the most famous six-person alliance. Oh yeah, they were they were terrible. They all got like sent out. <laughs> so good. And and the knife—they turned the knives on each other before the before their other, other alliance. Like
1: yeah, and same—that's that, it- what happened this year. This is what happened with the Savage Seven. The exact same thing. They started turning I- on each other before they turned on everybody else.
0: Well. A seven person alliance is a tower of Jenga that is destined to screw up the first person who who knocks it over.
1: Yeah. When me and Kyle were talking about it too. He's like, yeah, I like didn't like I don't know if we were ever in a room together for a long time. It was just a thing that like Herman made up. And like I barely even talked to somebody. Like he's like, I never really talked to someone or or Tanisha. So it was like he was like, it was kind of it was like he would like passed through the hallway and be like, hey, I guess we're in an alliance together. Like it's like, but like you don't actually have any relationship with that, right? And it has to right. be – you have to be a relationship builder in that house. You have to be the person that people want to come to and confide in and all that other kind of stuff. Like, that's what – that's the way to, to really stay off people's radars Is if they need you to be there for their mental stability.
0: I feel like you really – I mean, it was apparent early on. I mean, I, I almost – I mean, I, I'm i not sure if I was serious about it or if I was just angry that I had Paramount Plus and I was having to use the VPN to watch your season live and all the ads. I mean, it was kind of a pain in the ass to watch um, uh, with somebody who has all the streaming services. But, like, you got out, and I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, the, how, why, why is Jay gone? Like, this is, like, all, all this shit. Like, the live feed is all this juicy stuff. You definitely were somebody early on who, like, the, the people who were there to play Big Brother... Yeah. seemed like could confide in you. And I feel like in a lot of those cases, like, yeah, there's all these different factors going into who makes, I mean, alliances often, I, I think for this game to like evolve toward a more equal, I mean, the big thing over the past couple of years has been, you know, 50% uh, marginalized groups. Let's get more people of color. LGBT could be just really. So you don't go into the house feeling like you're an other. And I mean, it's a big deal that there were two non-binary people in the house. Like, yeah. I mean, re- you told me that three or four years ago that that was going to happen. I am like, yeah, okay. No. <laughs> um, but like all of that, like I, big brothers a very hard game in the sense that there's so many things that are out of your control that you just can. It's a luck Absolutely. of the draw. There's a huge luck factor, but then there is the skill factor of like, okay, I make a smart Alliance, but, but I guess also the, I mean, part of the reason why the game is the game is it's a 24 seven pressure cooker. You don't really have a lot of stimulation other than betrayal. Betrayal is a great stimulation. <laughs>
1: absolutely it's like i'm bored i'm so bored i just might as well backstab my best friend like that's kind of how it is sometimes
0: that was kyle's kyle's downfall was he had nothing to do but sit in that hoh room and create strategies of 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 every every possible map and i think that's that's the only way that gets him to steph and moose as his nominees
1: I know, it's so funny. And, no. like, like me, 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 me and, me and uh, Kyle talked about this, too. It's, like, I really, like, I left that house, and I was, like, ready to blow everything up. And I, like, made sure that everything was blown up. Like, me and, like, Kyle, like, I don't know, Kyle might have a perspective on the fight that's different than mine. But we got in this fight. I used the wrong words. Then the feet's cut. And then I say, and then I say, sorry, you didn't make monkey noises. You were, uh, but you were actually a monkey. And the reason why that bothers me is because you're saying that I see all white men as Neanderthals. And I was saying this in a very angry way, right? And I, so it's not, as it sounds very nice coming out of my mouth. I'm not saying I was not in the wrong in this, uh, but I was like essentially just saying like, you know, like that's like me, you saying that all I see white people as is like, is like Neanderthals, like the same thing that white people discredited black and indigenous people for hundreds of years. And I just like, don't super appreciate that, that that's the way you're trying to paint me in the way that I was talking to you. Uh, but his fear, and this is what I always say. And I, and I said this to, I said it to Kyle and I said it to many people, I'm like, you're you're not nobody nobody in that house is like going to be a racist nobody in that house is a racist like they don't really they don't cast racists. they cast people that come from like very like maybe like a different a small community that they don't that they maybe are still learning and developing but not like an actual like full-blown like i and not maybe they did in older seasons but now it's like there's no there was somebody that's like a full-blown ass racist you know there,
0: and, there is a season of big brother u.s that, that is known as the racist season uh big brother 15
1: uh. oh yeah or the or the last all-stars one the last all-stars one was pretty bad too
0: uh, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> um yeah it's 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 just it's it's I,
1: funny but oh sorry go ahead no no I, I was just gonna just finishing off this thing was just like i was like kyle if you're not a racist at the end of the day then, then you're not a racist right, right. so just like rem- like remember that when you're in when you're in that place um Frick, I had something I was talking about before that. but anyway, I just think I think it's very, I think it's oh, yes, breaking up, destroying the entire game. So uh, after that, I just knew that I was that he was off his rocker because he was just like so nervous about all these like about what the optics were and all this other kind of stuff. But I just like told him, I was like, I don't think you're a racist and like I'll tell I'll tell the entire world, I don't think you're a racist. I don't think you did a racist thing here. I think that you I think you have just general bias and like and I have it too. so like it's just something that we can grow and learn from but it just shook him so much that he like even told me like during our during our Niagara weekend that he thinks that the reason why his hoh was so chaotic is because he was just really shaken up by our arguments because there was a couple of, there was like there was like two full days of like arguments that you guys didn't get on the live streams um, that are <laughs> pretty spicy
0: you know yeah i when i posted my interview with Kyle, i got a bunch of I got a bunch of, like, why would you have Kyle... I, I think... I, I, I'm a huge fan of Kyle. I think he's a he's a thoughtful person. I think he could have actually... The two of you could have gone uh, a long way in the game. It could, have
1: been, it could have been so good. I always say we were the well, alliance that could. I,
0: I also think that one pr- sort of prescient thing about him was that he was aware that, like, okay, he was in a good position in the house in the sense that he was in all of these alliances, but he knew they were terrible alliances. and Yeah. That it, that a, he knew a bomb... Like I think when you did leave, you, you your departure did kind of plant the bomb that I think he kind of saw the bomb. The problem is he kind of just went and stepped on it himself. Um, yeah. And, and, <laughs> like, and I mean it 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 happens. Um, when when he told me that he hadn't seen his episode, that I'm like sitting there hyping. I was like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen." He he, he was like, I, "You know, I I I'm not really ready to watch it." I mean that that kind of got to me because I like I had to remind him like. You know, this is te- this is at the end of the day, this is television. Like, you're all friends. You guys just went to Niagara. You had the huge party. There was, I mean, there were. It was. Yeah, like, we're, we're not all
1: work. friends, right? Like, I don't like, yeah. like, right. And then, like, we you try, but it's also like it's also like 16 people that are from very very different backgrounds. And like, we're not like in all reality, like our past probably would have never met unless we did Big Brother. Right. So our only real connection is Big Brother. So like me, I think the thing with Kyle is like he automatically started connecting with these two guys, and I, and like those are two guys that like I don't really. Like, with three, like, having a Marty, a Gino, and a Kyle in the same space for me is, like, I'm, like, oh, I'm going to get beat up. Like, this is, like, high school, right? Like, I don't, like, I, like, I can deal with them all individually. But, like, them together was, like, a really hard thing for me. Uh, but I think that, like, my my strategy going into the house was, like, I was going to try to find the second strongest dude, which at the time looks like Kyle. I find that person that was almost exactly like me from the same place, which is, which was, like, Melina, uh, like, has the same background as me. And then the dumbest girl in the house which is Steph, but Steph's not actually dumb. Just like everybody thinks that she's dumb. It's like mm-hmm. that was the thing. I was like, this is a perfect, this is a perfect way of being blocked on all sides, being able to get get information from them all because they're all connected to different places. But then it just like blew up the first fucking week when Molina's going home. Right, your brain just like automatically. And then I see like, and then I thought there would never be a Marty in the house. I was looking for like a for like a Tina or a Tara or something like that. And we got and we got a Marty. I'm like this sucks. I was like, my least favorite people in the world are old white men. Like, I just don't like old white men. That's my bias. <laughs>
0: <Second>. <laughs> Tina, Tina and Ter- Terra Tara really turned it on at the end. Oh, That was exciting.
1: That's, that oh, great. so good.
0: You know, a part of the beauty of Big Brother Canada 10, I mean, like, Big Brother Canada 9 is also an all-time great. So to get two of those back-to-back, I mean, Big Brother 9, BB Can 9 with Kiefer and Spicy V and Tashan oh, so and, 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 and Jetson just... I, 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 tina i mean it, the row show i mean that jury was stacked um and y- your jury was stacked too what it makes me sad to hear you kind of describe your strategy coming in because i mean that that i think about a lot like how i would i mean i've been trying to get on big brother 24 a lot um not successfully uh, so <laughs> <good have. laughs> um i've been thinking about like what strategy do you play like as as a trans person um what you know what strategy you think about and and to hear you map out basically what would have been my strategy and it didn't work and like
1: yeah because it's just it's like you want to connect to those people but then what if they at the end of the day what if they have a different strategy than you right right that's that's what happened like i think kyle's hindsight me and his hindsight was 2020 after that we were like me and kyle were both like oh my god like we totally should have worked together like we me, me and kyle get on really well after he kind of like after he's kind of forgiven after he's like forgiven or like or like figured like reclamation of himself after after our fight in the house i think that he like me and him now see him like if we did an all-star season or we like if we got like a redemption season or something like that like us be able to work together i think like we have i have the ability to calm him down or hype him up and he has the same way to do that to me and it's and we're very good at articulating our like our emotions and feelings towards each other right so it would have been great
0: yeah i mean from your read and obviously it's your read, so there's no right answer. Um, You know, how many people, do you, what percentage of the house do you really think was truly playing the game by week two? Uh,
1: no one. I don't think any, I think it was me, it was like me and Kyle. Me and Kyle, and her mom thought he was, but he was just making alliances because he wanted to look cool on TV. Uh, I don't think he actually ever played the game. I just think he wanted to look cool on TV. Uh, and maybe Jess had to because Jess was on the block. Uh, Kevin was playing, I think it took, I think it took Kalina a really long time to start playing with Kevin like right. Kevin started started the playing at the earlier in the meeting but maybe that's just like the edit i haven't seen like i also haven't seen my episodes yet so i don't know what the edit looks like for his but uh um, i
0: think that tracks with the, what with the live feeds were yeah
1: man. and so then like it's like those those are the people who are playing the game like i was i like i i couldn't believe how little game talk was happening or like maybe it was behind my back or how it was just like really there was no long this this season had no real long game which makes it really fun to watch but nice. so frustrating as a virgo to like come into that house and be like hey look at let's make a long game and people are like no we'll just see what we can do this week and you're like and then like people say at the end of it that i wasn't there to play like betty said on the live streams like right in the last week that i was like i was just there to i was too focused on having fun I was like, no, I had safety for the first week and I was still trying to work my ass off to get Melina to stay. I was like in every room, every moment trying to get that girl to stay. And people were like, oh, I yeah. just don't want to flip the house, you know? But I was yeah. like, what? It's day seven. And I don't think people understood that. That was the thing that made me so frustrated. I was like, I was like your opinion can change. it's day seven it's like it's day four actually like melina Melina got uh got evicted on day six so like if this is day four and you're saying you can't change your mind because you want to go with the house i'm like what house you don't even know these fucking people like i don't owe any of these people anything like what's good for your game kevin's not good for anybody like i knew it for a fact i was like the only person kevin's game is good for is kevin and it's gonna work but like his game was his game was really good for him but like he can't win competitions he's like the one competition he did win like is like just luck, Dom and i versus spelled, Yeah,
0: people. Gino. He he basically won because Gino is too French to be able to spell the words. <laughs> like it was like the one I I, I I watch I watch Big Brother Quebec. Like they don't no. give the English subtitles. My French is good enough that I can basically like follow along. Like that would you go into that house with that? Yeah, that's tough. Poor Gino. Um. I say that as he, I called him. The, he was probably the most well-positioned person in the whole fucking house. Oh now. my god!
1: And and it's just honestly, it's just the tattoos. And he's 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 and I thought and the there thing, is
0: a draw to Gino. I will as, as yeah, a, he's a,
1: he's so hot and he's so nice. But then also like in the house, he was so quiet because he knew he was such a big target. Like he did have a little bit of a strategy of trying to be quieter in the house because like true. I met him outside the house now and he's like talkative and lovely and like funny and quirky and all these other kind of things. But like in the house, he was just like fucking a soggy rag. Like just did it just a hot, soggy rag, you know
0: well, when you go back and do like a post mortem on a big brother season, the truth of the matter is there are no irrelevant weeks, so the idea that you're like the idea that you know there's uh, sort of a ramp up to actually playing the game like in reality, like you reach a certain point in the game and and, and you don't have votes that you would have had if you had like if just a little other yeah. thing and i, I it, it goes back to like, you know, because there were a lot of like sacrifices in the season of yeah. like getting rid of Melina over Kevin dumb move for a lot of people getting rid of you over Betty dumb move. Yeah, um, uh, for frankly, probably about half the house.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think I and like like for me, I could have been like like those boys would have just kept going after me. And like those people would have had some because like you know that cake stacking challenge was like I told them I told them it was riggery. I thought it was rigged because it's that like,
0: did look really hard.
1: Well, it was really hard. It was like probably the hardest challenge of the season. But the thing that was the most frustrating thing about it is like the tables were that like me and Jason is, like five three, and I'm six feet. I'm like almost six foot one. So uh-huh. like, it, but the tables are at the same level. But every other like the table that you slid the thing across. It's like all the same level for everybody. And I was like, but don't a lot of challenges like are based on people's heights and those types of things, but the but this isn't. So I was really ticked off about that. So like I, I was beating those puzzles faster than everybody else. And I think that also scared people too. Like because I was like my, my puzzleness in that was like so quick, but I just couldn't get it over the thing. Like I think I did it probably like four hundred times. It like.
0: did honestly look like one of the harder challenges. Like the final one, like Screwing around the sc- the sewer like that didn't really look that hard. Like no, if, no, you, did your, if you did your yourself. memorization, that uh, should have been simple. Yeah, that looked hard. I it reminded me kind of of the the Apple Challenge in BB can nine the wow. early one that I think that was that might have also been week two. I think that was one that sent Josh. That was home. it was
1: the one that Josh would hold on.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's just I don't know. It's it's hard to look at somebody like you who is a, a really good player. Did practice. I mean, you did everything right. And yes. that is part of the beauty of Big Brother is that you can do everything right and lose. And- yeah.
1: And I was going to say that, too. It's like, it's like, do you know what? Like, that's that's the one thing I find really funny is that, like, people, a lot of people didn't have to play the game until they started getting nominated. Right. And that's like and it was interesting that, like, for me, I was playing the game the first week if I was getting if I was getting nominated the next week or not. I was like there to play, have a conversation, see where people's heads were out, this kind of stuff. And, like, but not do it in a way that, like, was scary. It was a way that was, like, really nice. Like, making people pancakes and see, like, who's eating. Like, that's, like, a big thing. Like, who's eating Who's eating more in the morning? Like, who who actually wants the smoothies in the morning? Where are people in the morning? Like, are they, are they actually in the kitchen cooking with me? Or are they in the bedrooms? What does that mean? You know, like, these are the kind of things that I was constantly going through. And it was interesting that people said, oh, you're such a big gamer. And I was like, I am, for sure. But then you guys become big gamers the second you get on the block. But, like, I wanted to – I was trying to make that not happen. That only person that I knew, I probably could never change their mind. They would always see me as a threat, is a 43 year old white guy. And in all reality, Marty was right. Like, I probably, I maybe would have nominated him the first time I was HOH because I didn't know, because I wouldn't know. I would guess it would just just depend on how good he was doing other challenges, but like he was never really my target. Like, I just thought, I just thought he, he always said he had a bad knee. So I just like, didn't really care. He, um,
0: you know, he's, he's, he's got the worst knee of a, of a three-time HOH winner. <laughs> yeah, the worst <laughs>
1: knee in big brother Canada history of yeah. a person who won three physical HOH competition. Yeah.
0: Especially the one, the one where he was the runner up to like holding yourself up. Yeah. His bad knee. Yeah. His yeah, okay, yeah. fucking
1: yeah. knee, right? So I, I, and like, I had, that that was that was my and you know i think i think big brother puts that puts those kind of obstacles in your way is like in your way like yeah. marty marty was my foil like he was my he was my nemesis we will never we will probably never be friends i wish him all the best but i have no interest in ever really speaking to that guy ever again um, i don't
0: I, i've when i was ranking who was most likely to come on and least likely marty's definitely i don't think marty's gonna come on.
1: <laughs> and honestly and also and honestly you have to think about it. like and for everybody it's like it's like marty does is is very different like uh he reminds me of a lot of people i grew up with and that's another thing that was hard for me too is like i grew up in this really small town in alberta that kind of has that same mentality of like of like that that man that has that when his mind's made up his mind's made up like there's no real change it, right and I just wasn't, and like I just have no interest in really like I'm like what what am I gonna learn from you or what am I gonna what are you gonna learn from me? Because it felt sometimes, and not not calling him out on this, but it's just like somebody who hasn't who hasn't been around a lot of people of color or like queer people or in these kind of spaces. I think that like he he was getting he was getting a lot of learning from and teachings from from us, and I, I didn't get a lot from him. So just sucks that he was that's the,
0: person the, that's the LG that's the LGBTQ experience in a nutshell you give yes. I, 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 I tell it to people all the time about like navigating like online dating and all of that people say like oh I don't get a response or anything it's like well... You're not going to succeed unless you have to put forth the effort. We all we all know it. You have to exert yourself. Uh, you have to befriend people who are never going to give you the time of day. You have to exert that energy, knowing a lot of the time you're going to get nothing for it. And you, like yeah. that, that was what was paying. I mean, I, it made me really happy to see you in that house. Like, you know, I know we're very different people in a lot of ways, but, I you know, it's it, it's important representation matters to see people on TV who who have experiences that are that are similar to you and it mattered and to yeah. see you thriving in, in a lot of the early it, it, it felt really really good and then yeah, you know. and I
1: think and I think there's one thing that, that we miss a lot in TV and and, and, and in stories of and history of, of queer people is like and of, and of racialized people is like we don't get to see a lot of joy and as much as I can talk like I could talk shit about for hours but like the fight or like this fight that me and Kyle had or all those other kinds of things I'm like I just like I'm so happy of like the joy and the things that have like come into my inbox of just like people that talking about like their their like little they're like kid that's like coming out came out as non-binary from seeing me on the show or seeing Jess on the show. Or like or like people that are having conversations with their class about like what like what does sexual like what does gender look like and gender expression look like and how do we how do we make sure that we like get rid of those biases or like people that didn't people in the US that have been watching the show and learning about indigenous culture in Canada and how and like and what reconciliation looks like for for us. It's like those are the things that I wanted to do. And I think even though I was only on there for like six or seven episodes, I think I really did that. And I and I think I was able to show like show myself and be able to like all i ever wanted growing up was somebody that looked like me or like or was like similar to me that i could look up to on on tv and i just hope that like i was able to be that for some people because that's all i ever wanted as a kid
0: well i i can only speaking from i mean i mean you're you're it's hard to think of a week two exit where people were as upset as as you leave it was you're gone too soon and you can say that about a lot of people but um it, it it was and it, it honestly too like you can tell just how how sort of missed you were like in the way you've spoken about the season and the gameplay i mean you're only in there for 13 days and i mean your knowledge about it i've learned so much in this this time and you know i know we're uh you know as as we wrap up i mean it it yeah you could have won Th- yeah, this-
1: and that was another thing that was really nice about this weekend like last weekend when we all like after the finale i asked i asked people because you know people will say this stuff all the time about will be like Oh, like we had to get you out or else you're gonna win, blah, blah blah They say it's a freaking probably everybody. But I think like Latoya was a big example too of like like of like a big like from last season from season right. nine. And like just like I we obviously played very different games and, and I'm not a cop, but um uh ACAP, but um I uh I, think? <laughs> But I think that I think that like uh people actually did believe that I was playing that that, that, that if they kept me in the house longer that I would have had full control over that. Like they were, they were afraid of, they were afraid of me. They were afraid of my, and they actually meant it because they didn't say it to Steph. So. um, so. I have
0: not, I have not Yeah, I have not heard that said about, I've, I've spent a lot of time over. I mean, you you spent a lot of time over analyzing the season i mean whatever bb Ken 10 one for the ages let's be serious from start to finish it was a banger of a season it really yeah. was i mean i i can't congratulate you and the rest of the cast enough because well, you I put together so i mean we've hey, 30 plus seasons this i mean a little early to say i, I it's up there with uh the iko wong season uh, BB Ken too, um as as just like Okay, this is, yes. And <laughs> you guys had so many epic, like, I can call that the, like, a Wong season. She didn't even win. I'm not sure, like, what is this the Gummy Bear season? Is this the, Kevin <laughs> season? you can go out a lot. Is this the, is this a week three flip season? I don't know. There's a lot of places to go. You guys, you made unbelievable television. And Thank you know what? You. Only one of you gets to win. Frankly, you're all pretty damn memorable. That's, that's a, that's a great, I mean, honestly, week two, everybody, I mean, Jay, it's so exciting yeah. to have you on
1: thank you for thank you for having me like it's like it's honestly it's it's been like such a it's been such a fun ride and it's been lovely talking to you i just like i can't wait all we have to hope for is like a little bit of redemption season so i actually get to fucking play my strategy
0: seriously
1: so, i just need a well, little, little redemption
0: hopefully next year i'm gonna try and make it uh my mother's side's canadian uh you probably yeah, canadian fly kind of in the background yeah. Um. Hopefully, I get to make it to – I'm going to go up, uh, hopefully, next year, uh, Toronto. Tr- if you're doing the viewing parties again – I kept seeing those ads. I'm like, I really want to go there. It's a little bit far from L.A. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fly. I'm going to fly to that's Toronto right. to go watch – Big. yeah, the, if the Blue Jays had been in season, probably um, – Oh, you had to go to a Blue Jays game.
1: God, you I did. Crazy. I did. I finally got to freaking go. I'd never been to a Blue Jays game before. It was the first time, and I just looked at their butts the whole time.
0: Uh, well, that's frankly what I I used to know <laughs> with my grandfather. Uh, <laughs> Jay, uh, what a pleasure. Honestly, I could, talk, I could talk. Kevin did a six-hour post more. I could, uh, like, I mean, I wouldn't want to say, like, yeah, come on my show for eight hours. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> really fun. Um, And for listeners, uh, we're going to we'll hopefully have a, a couple more of the BB Can 10. I, I, I could talk about this season all day. Uh, really, really fabulous stuff. Thank you, thank you, Jay, for coming on. Thanks uh, for having we'll, me. We'll link to where you can find you, Emperor Jay. Uh, all in the episode description. Nobody, uh, that'll all be there. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye.